It doesn't take a genius to look at the world today and to see just how divided we are. Relative to almost every subject, there are concrete sides. Those concrete sides create polarization. And that polarization fuels dramatic conflict and potentially even war. This is especially true because so many of these polarizations that exist today are happening because of specific fears, insecurities, and therefore deeply held values. So what do we do if we want to create unification in the world today? That's what this episode is all about. The first thing we have to do is to clearly see what is going on. Everybody has an individual life experience. Some of those things we experience may be things other people also experience, and when that happens, we simply relate to those people more than potentially others. Life experience implies contrast. What that means is it implies that you're going to experience things that are wanted and also things that are unwanted. You're going to experience joys and also pains. These pains and these joys, they lead to certain preferences. They lead to certain fears. They lead to certain needs. They lead to certain desires. And those certain needs and desires lead to certain values. To understand more about how needs lead to values, watch my video titled The Value Realization, a realization that can completely change your self-worth. Nothing polarizes people more than when they hold different or even opposing values. And nothing polarizes people more than when they hold opposing values relative to a situation where they perceive danger. When our own life experience propels us in a direction of having certain preferences, certain needs, certain joys, certain traumas, certain information, you see where this is headed, certain values, we start to live in a different reality from other people in our existence. Meaning we may be sharing the same physical space with them, but we're in a different reality. This means we may be experiencing the exact same situation and perceiving it totally differently. Not only totally differently, potentially perceiving it exactly the opposite of each other. When this happens, we start to live in a parallel perceptual reality, which by the way is the most dangerous parallel reality. If you want to understand about this dynamic in depth, you can watch my video titled The Most Dangerous Parallel Reality. This is important because we will actually react and act in direct accordance with the reality that we alone perceive. And if other people agree with our perception, that simply fuels us in the action we're about to take as a result of that perception. In order for you to see this picture clearly, I'm going to give you a concrete example. Person A grew up in a dysfunctional home with an adversarial and controlling parent. This person learned based off of their own life experience that they cannot trust authorities. They became hyper-attuned to power dynamics and to the dangers of government control. They develop the deep need for sovereignty, and therefore, one of their top values is freedom. Therefore, when the government decides to impose rules and regulations, this immediately threatens their values, and they become super aware of the danger of government takeover, and they begin to live in the reality that the government is corrupt and is out to strip them of their sovereignty. Person B experienced pain in their life as a result of people doing whatever they wanted, no matter the impact that had on others. They feel deeply unsafe when there is no authority around to impose rules and regulations to ensure everyone's well-being. Because of this, they value social order and they value standards relative to human behavior. To person B, there is a clear thing that is right and there is a clear thing that is good 
and they believe that rules should exist so as to guarantee that all people behave in that way that is right and good. Therefore, when the government decides to impose rules and regulations, they say, it's about time. They clearly see the danger inherent in everyone narcissistically doing whatever they want, no matter the cost to others. This means they celebrate and begin to live in the reality that the government is acting in the people's best interests. Because person A and person's B life experience was different, and it propelled them towards different needs, different desires, different information, different fears, different values. They are now living in a parallel perceptual reality that is not only opposed, it is exactly the opposite. Now, because it's opposed and exactly the opposite, each one is looking at the other thinking that they're stupid, that they're absolutely blind, that they're a complete liability, and therefore a threat. Now, this type of polarization is exactly what can ultimately lead to war. I want you to remember this. Any polarization regarding values that involve a sense of personal safety can easily lead to war. So if we want unity instead of all of this, how do we back out of this whole mess? The first thing is we have to step into AND consciousness. If you want an in-depth understanding of AND consciousness, you can watch my video titled AND Consciousness, The Modern Day Replacement for the Middle Way. To do this, we have to realize that anytime we are intensely polarized, there is something we are not seeing, not feeling, not understanding, and potentially suppressing. We must consider that we may be holding one side of the truth, and the opposite party may be holding the other side of the truth. In other words, objective truth may just arise out of the amalgamation of both currently polarized perspectives. Then, we've got to stop invalidating each other. Invalidation ends up doing the exact thing we don't want. It polarizes us further. Now, when we hold these different parallel perceptual realities, especially if they're opposing, the view of one tends to naturally invalidate the view of the other. But when we are stuck in a perceptual reality, a specific one, we tend to only see proof that fits into that specific perceptual reality. Now, what happens if you are living in a specific parallel perceptual reality and somebody goes and invalidates your perspective? Does it change your mind? No, actually, it doesn't. Instead, it simply makes you feel crazy, makes you feel like other people are crazy, and makes you feel like you've been caught in a collective gaslight. Sound familiar? Also, when we fight or take action from this individual reality that we're in, when there is another person who holds a perception that's completely the opposite, any action we take or way we fight tends to do nothing but strengthen their original beliefs. In other words, we serve as proof for their perception. We have to stop invalidating each other or even trying to get each other to change our perception. Instead, we have to shift our focus to the other party's estimation of unsafety. That's the vulnerability underneath the war that they are waging. The reality is that when there is polarization regarding two parties' estimates of unsafety, what's interesting is that the other party can usually see the danger that exists on the other side, but not their own. So I want you to imagine that I've got two people here and they have a very solid perception. Let's say in this case, Republicans and Democrats, right? This side can clearly see that this one is backing up towards a cliff, but this one can't. And this one can clearly see that this one is backing up towards a cliff, but this one can't. In other words, each will be holding the truth of the danger of the other one's perspective. But guess what? This awareness can cause us to stop walking towards our own drop-off. It can cause us 
to pause where we are and to actually consider the opposite opinion. From there, we need to choose love. This sounds super trite, right? It's not. Because to love something is not to cause yourself to feel positive towards that thing. It's to conclude something as a part of you, whether you like that thing or not. To understand deeper what love is, watch my video titled, What is Love? When you choose love, the best interests of that thing become a part of your own best interests. Guess what? This means their safety becomes a part of your safety. And this means that you can do the most important part of this whole dynamic of creating unification where this division based on unsafety exists is to place your attention squarely on the unsafety that the other person feels. Place your attention squarely on caretaking the other's unsafety. Really understanding their personal life experience, their vulnerabilities and fears is the only way to do this. It's the only way for us to lay our swords down and open up to the things we might not be seeing ourselves from our own limited perceptual reality. We have all lived different lives, so that other person might just be the person who has first-hand knowledge of something that we have never thought of, heard of, seen, or experienced before. This means anyone can hold a piece of truth that we have not yet included in our awareness. It is intimacy and attunement to the vulnerability that is inherent underneath these polarizations that will cause us to create this unity that we're looking for in the world today. We need to accommodate each other's unsafety as opposed to playing zero-sum games relative to our safety and their safety. Play this game. If they were right about their estimation of the unsafety that exists, how do I mitigate that danger for them? Now think about a world in which both sides did this for each other. You would arrive at a win-win scenario that's actually safer for both. Using our previous example, person A would focus on how to mitigate the risk of people doing whatever they want regardless of the impact on others and take action to show person B that they actually are considering and caretaking their well-being. Person B would focus on how to mitigate the risk of government overreach and take action to show person A that they are actually interested in preserving their freedom. Believe it or not, this is not actually as utopian as this sounds because it's quite easy to find a win-win scenario when both parties stop playing a zero-sum game and start to caretake each other's unsafety. Humanity must learn to end zero-sum games. That is no longer a style of relating that human beings can afford. It is no longer a luxury. It is a necessity to end the zero-sum game. The zero-sum game will only end if we begin to accommodate the perceptions and especially fears of those who stand on the opposite side of the fight. Hopefully the understanding that I have given you today will help you to end that fight and be a person who stands on the side of unification instead of somebody who fuels polarization within the human race. To end this video, I'm going to ask you a question. How is my personal life experience, especially regarding pain and unsafety, controlling my perception of reality? How might it be limiting my perception to only one side of the truth? How might it be controlling my values and therefore controlling the actions that I might take? Have a good week.